Hello and welcome to Commodity Classic Cast. I'm Chuck Zimmerman. Our program is sponsored by BASF and New Holland. Greg Krisick is the chairman of the board for the National Ethanol Vehicle Coalition. And here at Commodity Classic, Greg, you've got a display to show some of the manufacturers' flex fuel vehicles, for one thing. Tell us what kind of message that you've got for growers who are coming to Classic this year. Well, Chuck, there continues to be a, a very high level of interest in E85 and how to grow the use of E85 around the country. Obviously, too, with all the attention on ethanol and um, the way to grow ethanol, which is going to be significantly grain-based, but beyond that, it's going to be cellulose-based. I think everyone in the industry is saying we need to understand then how do we grow beyond an E10 blend. And so this is another opportunity. It's always a great opportunity to be at the Classic for outreach um, to some of our strongest supporters in the grain um, organizations. And obviously we're here with our partners in GM and Ford and, and the other members of the NEVC that helped put the display together. So just answering questions, handing out current materials about stations, getting more folks signed up for our email list, um, getting a free t-shirt when they do that, and uh, just trying to continue to build momentum about using E85. What kind of questions do you get from growers of corn or, or, or the other crops that are here when it comes to ethanol? I mean, farmers are consumers too, so I'm sure they're just as interested in you know, how well it's going to work in their vehicles and where they can find it and all those kind, types of questions, I assume. Well, my observation this year is that you know, almost everyone is familiar with flexible fuel vehicles, at least that are here and coming up and asking about uh, that. And that's not true in the general public, but of this group being pretty educated. I think the most common question is, are there stations that are going to uh, be developed around where they live, the, those growers live if they don't have them today? Or frankly, they ask about how the market dynamics work. Uh, and you know, basically the fact is each gasoline retailer makes a decision on how they're going to price their E85. Uh, now a number of growers, and especially growers who are in farmer-owned ethanol plants uh, in the last year have set up some type of marketing relationship that helps with the price at the pump. Um, but that's not, you know, again, all 1,100 stations, everybody makes decisions about how they're going to price it. So people are just trying to understand how that works in the system and kind of as we go forward with more ethanol, how that's probably going to work too. Well, especially for those growers who, like you said, are invested in an ethanol plant, what does NEVC offer to them? I mean, what what kind of benefits and value are you bringing to the industry that they should be aware of if they're not? Well, I think there are a couple things that, that we offer. First, we are an information source. Uh, the Our website, uh, e85fuel.com, uh, is just a wealth of information uh, in regards to stations, vehicles, uh, performance that you should be seeing, and then, frankly, what's going on um, in public policy as it relates to E85, because uh, I was in Washington earlier this week. I think there are 24 bills already in Congress, the new Congress, um, that somehow are about E85 and trying to sort out what of that is going to go forward, what's the right thing, um, you know, what's doable, things like that. So, so that's um, a big part of it. And uh, then, frankly, there's just many who are in the public, uh, many consumers in the public that still don't know about E85 and FFE. So it's kind of an entry point into learning about it. Uh, you know, for example, last year working with one of our uh, partners who was establishing E85 stations in Texas, um, we now have bilingual 
um, access resources if you call into our 800 number uh, and are looking for information about um, E85, you can access a Spanish, uh, all the information in Spanish as well as in English. Well, one of the things that I know you uh, offer, again, through your online, your website, is a location finder for where we can find E85 pumps and, and also information on uh, the types of vehicles that are available out there. Why don't you just make sure people know where they can go to, to find that resource? The website's E85fuel.com and I believe you, you access then by, by, by linking up into a finder. Uh, one of the mapping softwares that, that helps you find that. Now, we do our very best to keep that up to date. It does, you know, it can change, but uh, I know the staff is doing an awesome job uh, in adding stations as they come along. And we're, and you know, we're frankly, we're still seeing stations want to add E85 uh, all across the country. They want to understand how to do it. They're asking for technical reference, uh, and and some, and many of them are with regional independence and and smaller, you know, almost mom and pop time stations. And so I think we we provide a valuable service. Uh, in providing that technical reference to them. And then obviously with the consumer, if we can help make that link, um, that's going to be real positive as well. What are the types of things you see NEVC doing in the future as we move forward? Well, I think there's still a strong role for this technical, being a technical resource, because as I think about the stations and the ownership of the stations, frankly, we, we still don't work with many major oil companies who put in E85 under their canopy. Um, some of the quote bigger box companies are starting to look at how to do that um, and uh, uh, Kroger for example has put in a number of stations. Uh, HEB is the company in Texas uh, or the retailer in Texas so that's good and so you know they certainly get some uh, basic level information from us. Now they have their own uh, technical and marketing folks that probably take it on further than that. So I think we're still going to be an entry point for that. I think um, the number of consumer hits that we've had, um, especially last year during the various times when uh, gasoline prices would increase, interest always comes up and you know, we're moving into the summer driving season. So it's very possible that we'll you know have some events like that um, this year. So I, I think we do that as a resource, but we're a very diversified group. And so one of our catch-22s is we need to get uh, many of the diversified memberships uh, continuing to support us. Corn growers have been, uh, state corn grower associations especially, have been excellent. Our auto manufacturers are excellent. We're getting a few more ethanol plants um, uh, directly joining and that's, uh, and that's a good thing too. Um, so as we go forward, we kind of need to define what that's going to be and, and the market changes. You know, a lot, on the good side, a lot more people know about ethanol today. Um, so now we need to figure out how to keep that momentum uh, rolling. And with the amount of ethanol that everyone seems to want to be produced into the future, I think um, there are going to be ultimately more people in other regions of the country that need that same sort of reference point. Well, thank you very much. That's Greg Krisik, who is the chairman of the board for the National Ethanol Vehicle Coalition. That's Commodity Classic Cast, sponsored by BASF and New Holland. I'm Chuck Zimmerman reporting.